Hello. Hi. We're, for the first time ever, in person. Not doing it over the phone. No, for an episode of Couple Critique. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? I am. It's Star Wars still. Yes, the third episode in Star Wars month. Mm-hmm. And today we're talking about the Disney Star Wars movie, save for The Rise of Skywalker, which we will be seeing soon and reviewing next week. So we have four movies to talk about today. Yes. Today we are going to talk about Solo Star Wars Story, Rogue One, The, the Last Jedi. And The Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, yeah, and The Force Awakens. Yeah. I thought The Last Jedi was first for some reason. I was trying to go in order oh, and jacked no. it all up. And yeah, so we're going to be talking about those movies, what we liked, what we didn't like, favorite parts, least favorite parts, mm-hmm. and predictions for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And what we think is possibly going to happen in that movie or what we hope will happen or what we hope will happen what we think will happen what we think what we want to happen but what we think will happen because sometimes those are two different things mm-hmm. very different things and yeah so i guess we'll go in order solo a star wars story how did what did you think how did you feel about that movie i mean i like this movie yeah i like solo a star wars story my sister came back from seeing it she saw it Somehow I didn't see it in theaters, mm-hmm. but she saw it and she was like, "It's garbage." <laughs> She's it's not like, garbage. She was like, "This movie sucks. It's the worst ever. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. I hate everything." She was not a fan. I, however, think this movie's good. I really like Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, Childish Gambino as uh, Lando. A lot, actually. When I was watching it, um, I was literally like, oh, he's so, like, he's got it down. Like, that 70s black guy smoothness Mm -hmm. about him. I like that. Um, Obviously, it's nice to see Chewbacca. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's L3 is infinitely charming. Liked Woody Harrelson and Thandie Newton, their whole thing. Paul Bettany, I think, is a weak villain. But I don't know. I, I I I still he's never the part of the movie I enjoy the most. Mm. And then uh, but I like Amelia Clark too in the mm. movie. Sort of. She's kind of frustrating the decisions she makes. A little bit. Yeah. What did you think? At um, least this most recent time around. I liked it both times that I watched it. I wasn't able the first time I saw it. I don't. I wasn't paying attention for the full thing. But this time I liked it. Yeah. I think a lot of people were really skeptical about it, or they weren't really expecting a lot. But I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah, this was the first Star Wars movie that didn't make a lot at the box office. Yeah. And it was like, it like flopped in the middle of March when it came out. I mean, I'm not saying it's a perfect Star Wars movie, but I don't, I think they did a pretty good job. I think them not doing a Christmas release date jacked them up a little bit. Mm. Um, Because usually you would just... Star Wars on Christmas, which yeah. is what their plan had been for the past three movies, yeah. I see. They had done three movies of Star Wars on Christmas and then switched it up and threw in in March. Yeah. I think that messed them up a little bit. And I think also I don't know. I don't I, I don't know why people didn't want to see solo. I think people were really defensive about um 
Why am I blanking on his name? I know his name. Harrison Ford. Yeah. I know his name. <laughs> I do. Um, I think they were really defensive about him being the only Solo. Because that was the main complaint that I heard. Oh, really? That they didn't like that it was a different guy playing Solo. Or that he wasn't going to do as good of a job. I mean, obviously he's not going to be like Harrison Ford Solo. Because he's not Harrison Ford. Ford yeah. But it just... he. I think he still did a pretty good job of representing the character. Yeah, I, de- I definitely thoroughly enjoy Alden Ironreich. Uh, in this movie, mm-hmm. he's 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 talented comedically. I think I'd seen him in a movie before this movie, and it was a movie called Hail Caesar, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm. where he plays like a dumb cowboy mm-hmm. star who can't get his lines right, and um, and he's really good in that movie. So I was actually really excited to see him in this movie. And I don't think, and he wasn't disappointing to me anyway. Yeah. But I also didn't go in. I don't know why you would go into a movie thinking, like, wanting it to live up, wanting an actor to live up to, like, a legendary actor. Well, people do that all the time, and it's like, you can't, because you're setting yourself up for disappointment. No, you need realistic expectations when you go into a movie. Right. And that messes people up a lot, I think. I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought he did a good job. I think he did a good job, too. Um... Yeah, I liked him. I liked Lando for sure. Yeah, Lando was one of my favorite characters. He was freaking hilarious that whole great. movie. Um, L three. L three is great. Awesome. She's I'm... like one of my favorite bots. Oh my god, when when she releases the astromech droid and the thing beeps at her, she's I, like, know. I don't know. Go liberate your brothers and sisters. Just give me some space. She's so funny. She's or when he gets up and he's like, "You need anything?" And she's just like, "Equal rights." Oh my goodness. I love that part. She's freaking hilarious. I freaking, yeah. L3 is awesome. Yeah. I, I enjoy her and Lando's whole relationship, which is weird to say because she's a freaking droid. I know. And they have a freaking sexual relationship. No, they don't. She no, said remember? that. No, remember? Amelia Clark talks to her? Yeah, she said, L3 said that he wants to, but she's like, no, we're not compatible. All, all, all um, Amelia's character asked was, how would that work? And then she was just like, it works. Yeah, but you know what that means. Maybe not with Lando, but like she's had experience with somebody. It's weird. Um. She's a freaking robot. So strange. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's weird, but also it's like, in that universe, it's not. Yeah. I mean, that's the first time it's ever happened. In canon. I guess. That's strange. I don't know. It's strange to me. (laughs) You wouldn't have a relationship with a robot? No. (laughs) What the heck? I'm just kidding. That'd be awful. I know it would. It would. That would be. Oh. That's that ro- scary to that, think about. That robot better trick me into thinking it's a person. Ew, that's even worse. But then you, you wouldn't know. know. Regardless, it's weird. But then it never ages, and you're like getting old. Yeah, then you'd be like, "How do you still look this good?" Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. You're aging beautifully, honey. Um. I'm not. Not you. The robot. Oh, oh, oh. The robot would be like, I'm not aging. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're aging fine in the two years that I've known you. <laughs> anyway. Also, this movie had a lot of controversy around it. Mm. Why? Inside the Star Wars Disney ranks. Because originally, the directors of this movie were Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Mm. Directors of the Lego movie. 
and 21 and 22 Jump Street. Oh. And they got fired from this movie. Why? Because they made an agreement with Kathleen Kennedy that they were going to make a certain type of movie. Mm-hmm. And once if they found out that they're making a very different type of movie, they basically like went behind Kathleen Kennedy's back and were making a different, oh. a more a funnier movie than I guess they wanted. Oh. Now I still think maybe their movie would have been better, mm-hmm. but um, after they after that was found out, they got fired, and Ron Howard was hired to come in and essentially complete and direct this movie and do reshoots for it. Now, this is one of the few times, unlike Justice League or Suicide Squad, where these reshoots did not destroy the movie mm-hmm. and made the movie completely watchable, which I enjoyed. Um, but yeah, so that happened, and I don't. And there are some scenes where, like, I'm like, okay, Phil Lord and Chris Miller definitely came up with that. Yeah. Like, remember in that first opening car chase, that robot that like steps out and is like, hey, hey, and then it gets hit by the car and its freaking head mm-hmm. bops up and falls on the ground and is still like talking. Yeah. That's definitely them. I see. They've done that gag in the Lego Movie. Hmm. Um. So, I definitely. I don't know. I would have liked to see their version, but I'm completely content with this Ron Howard version. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ron Howard is a director that has disappointed me. In what? Just like the movies he does now just aren't interesting. Like, I know, but like what movies? Like, there was that whale movie in The Heart of the Sea. It wasn't uh. really received well. He made a really good movie in 2013 called Rush, which was awesome. It was a race car movie. Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Brühl, who we know as Thor and um, Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. But that movie's awesome. Um, is, I, is In the Heart of the Sea, is that also one with Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I know uh, what you're talking about then. And he did Apollo 13, which I haven't seen since I was a kid, so I can't really comment on the quality of that movie mm-hmm. as of now. But I should rewatch it because I, I definitely I I loved that movie when I was a child. Yeah. I love space movies. So. But yeah. So I don't know. I would have I would have liked to see the Phil Lord Chris Miller version. Yeah. But. The version that we got is completely okay. Mm-hmm. Favorite scenes. I really enjoyed watching the scene where L3 was breaking the robots out. Yeah. That Not just because of her parts, but like everything. Everyone's yeah. part that they played in it. That scene was just really entertaining to I watch. Really like, I really like that whole stint on that planet. Yeah. Everything. And then she dies. Yeah, even though she dies in it, that's still part of the reason why it's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I love her, and I was really sad that she died, mm-hmm. but I think they filmed that scene so well. Yeah, that was. I like when Land, I like that shot that they do when Lando goes is running to go get her. And when he's holding her afterwards, and he's like, I'm sorry, girl. I was like, Lando! <laughs> Star Wars has a thing about making you care about the robots. Like when thing, I get so sad. I get more sad when the bots die sometimes than when the people die. Like remember in Revenge of the Sith when they ripped the head off of R four? Yeah. In the beginning, that was, was not like, okay. And it was like flying through space. I literally was like, I can't even watch. I can't even so watch sad. this. This is too sad for I me. Know. Oh my gosh. Um. I like the Kessel Run scene. Mm, that is a, a good lot. one. I like the big Cthulhu squid monster. That was crazy. That was in it. That was awesome. Although I feel bad for it when it freaking is sucked into the thing. I know. And its skin gets ripped off and then it just like crumples to pieces. Yeah. That made me feel so bad. Yeah, that was not good. 
Um, but I think that whole scene is like really thrilling. It is. I like the whole. I like the train robbery sequence. That was awesome to me. That was. That reminded me of like classic movies, mm-hmm. like um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an amazing uh, scene in that movie where they go to blow up the train door and they use dynamite. And they think, and they're like, that's enough dynamite to get through that door, right? Yeah, probably. And they blow it up, and it's so much dynamite, and it freaking, like, blows them onto the ground and oh, stuff no. like that. And they're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like, they thought, like, they were like, is that too much? No, it's not too much. <laughs> it freaking it's way too much. <laughs> blows up. Oh, my gosh. I love, but I love that scene, though. And then the pirates come back. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they're getting the Corellium. Coaxium. 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 Uh, that was really cool. I like the, um, so the explosion for the coaxium, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's like, uh, that they, the way they made that effect is they recorded an explosion underwater. Oh. So that's what you're looking at. That's really cool. Like a really superimposed cool. explosion underwater. That's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. That is awesome. I was looking at it, it looks like freaking water mm-hmm. when you look at it. Now, knowing that, you're like, oh, but it's such a cool effect. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, oh, it's sad when Thandie Newton dies. Oh. And she kills herself. Yeah, yeah, And she's yeah. like, it's been a ride, babe. I know. Even though I'm not a big Thandie Newton fan, I did enjoy her in this movie. I did. Um, and her and um, Woody Harrelson's whole dynamic. It was fun. It was really good. And I love Woody Harrelson in this movie. Mm-hmm. I like him in a lot of things. Him in this movie is, like, really funny. He did a good job. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy watching anything Woody Harrelson is in, for the most part. He's, like, he's he's a very entertaining actor. Um, I totally had something to say, and I freaking forgot. <laughs> but, yeah. Out of, <laughs> out of, like, what do we not like about this movie? I still don't understand why she leaves in the Because she's freaking working for Darth Maul. But she didn't have to be. But she was the whole time, so she has, she had an alliance to Darth Maul. She used everybody that entire film. That was the thing. I know, I know, but, like, she had the chance to get away. I guess she didn't want to. No, she didn't want to. Okay. She's working for the dark side. That's so disappointing. But I, I like seeing Darth Maul back. Yeah. Particularly me, because Darth Maul is a big part of my childhood. Yeah. And, like, him in the Clone Wars, when he got brought back in the Clone Wars, it was like, holy crap, freaking Darth Maul is back? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> that was, like, wild. We, like, never thought that was happening. Yeah. Especially not in canon, and then it freaking happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think my least favorite part about this movie is just Paul Bettany. Oh. I just don't care about him as a villain. He's not in the movie long enough you know, to to really like do anything. Yeah. He's just bad. He's like kind of intimidating, but the whole movie they make him out to be like this really really terrifying guy that you don't want to mess with. And he's not. And he's kind of just pretentious. Yeah. Like he's not really scary. No. I'm not yeah. I wasn't a fan of him in yeah. this movie. But or I was a fan of his acting. I just wasn't a fan of that character. Yeah. He did, he did good with what he was given. The movie almost would have been better if they were facing off against Darth Maul. 
That would have been crazy. Imagine? Dude. Someone should have done that. Wow. They should have made Darth Maul the villain of this movie. Right? That would have been a waste. Instead of just giving him like a five minute hologram message. Bro, they wasted Darth Maul. I know. They wasted Darth Maul in this freaking movie. That would have been amazing. See, but now, so now the question is when does Darth Maul die? And I don't, if I'm, I don't, I think he shows up in Star Wars Rebels. But I don't think he dies in it. Mm. But I'm pretty sure he shows up in Star Wars Rebels. Side note, apparently Ahsoka Tano, some sort of Ahsoka Tano Easter egg is going to be in The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. According to J.J. Abrams. Gonna have to look out for that. Yes, I will. Because someone, I guess somebody was doing an interview and they said that their favorite character was Ahsoka Tano and he was like, ah, Ahsoka, you're probably going to want to watch closely when you watch Rise of Skywalker. And he was like, what? Ah! (laughs) So. Wow. I'm interested in that. Out of 10, what would you rate this movie? I feel like when I was watching it, it felt like an eight. Eight? I that's, think an eight. That's, that's my rating for yeah. it, for sure. Eight, eight is pretty good, because it's not perfect, but it was it was a good, you it's know, still a good start. I think I'll movie. say a seven. Mm. I think I'll say a seven, because this is the movie I forget about the most. Mm. And I like this movie, but it's, it's doing, I feel, as much as I like the Han and Chewie thing and I like Lando and stuff like that yeah the story isn't doing more than enough to like keep me very edge of my seat or mm-hmm. anything like that I feel like I'm not as invested when I watch this movie yeah oh one shout out to a scene is when he goes to battle for the first time mm-hmm. and that whole that was yeah. like I was like waiting but then so what's interesting is what we learn is essentially immediately after the galactic empire is formed they go into the recruiting people which was always a question I had was when did the stormtroopers go from being the clones to enlisted men I guess around that time and I guess it was very shortly after yeah because they're freaking recruiting people to be well I mean if they're gonna take over they're gonna need a much bigger army than they had right then with the clones yeah I guess so 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 that was interesting. All right. Yeah. Seven and eight out of ten. Not bad. No, not bad. Okay. No. Rogue One, though. Yeah. A movie I have deep problems with. What are these deep problems? A movie I like, I should say. Mm-hmm. I like Rogue One. Yeah. But I will rarely go back to it because I definitely have problems with it that make me not care about it as much. Like what? Like that there's no character development. <laughs> like all the characters. I mean, there's a... There's no backstory. There's a hint There's, there's here one there. backstory. Yeah, but a hint and having I real know, substantial... I think they gave you just enough to care about these people. I didn't care about not a single one of them, and that's my problem. Well, maybe not care about them, but like, okay. I'm more invested in their mission, because I know where it's leading, than I am invested in them, and that's a problem. But that's their... Yeah, that was their whole purpose, was to only... You only care about these people because you know what they're gonna do. No, but you should care about them because they're people no matter what they're doing. No. I know, and I'm saying that that's the problem. Oh, okay. Was that they only wrote these characters to get the plans and send them out and then die. Yeah. Like, they were made for that. I think this is another movie that went through, like, reshoots. Oh. At least that's what I'm thinking. So Gareth Evans directed this movie. Gareth Evans did the first Godzilla movie, and he did, um, uh, what got him that movie was a movie called Monsters. Essentially, the point I'm making is Gareth Evans is really good at showing scale in this movie. 
and what do you mean by scale the bigness of things okay so like when you see that star destroyer when they end up on the planet yeah like everything feels big and i feel like you get that a lot like especially during the scarif scene at the end Mm -hmm. when they're fighting the atats and you're looking up and you're like that is big i never realized it was that big yeah. Until you're like, that's what I. That's something I really appreciate about this movie. Is it really like gives a scale to what it feels like to be in this world as a normal sized person. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that. Also, this movie is freaking beautiful. It is. It's shot very well. There are so many. The the the, the DP of this movie mm-hmm. is the DP of um the Mandalorian series. Oh, that's gonna be cool. So the entirety of the Mandalorian looks like Rogue One. That's going to be nice. And it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, this movie does, though, have one of my favorite Star Wars villains ever. Orson Krennic. Played by, um, oh my gosh, how am I going to forget his name? <laughs> I freaking, Ben Mendelsohn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben Mendelsohn is such a good actor. I freaking love him in The Place Beyond the Pines. I freaking, I like him in, um, uh, what was that movie he just, I like him as John Daggett in The Dark Knight Rises. I like him as, um, he's the King of England in freaking, um, Darkest Hour. He's freak. he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And watching him in this movie is just like, oh, he's so cool. And I like his voice and everything like that. Oh, there's just so many things I like about Ben Mendelsohn. He's just a great actor. I'll watch Ben Mendelsohn do anything. Oh my God, he's in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He's great in that movie. Um, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn is just great. So, he's definitely a good part of this movie. The sh- shots in this movie are brilliant. I love Vader's Vader's kind of portion in this movie. Yeah. Him showing up was pretty cool. And him, like, just being... Just... Doing the Vader. Doing Vader stuff. Yeah. When he slaughters all those people at the end. <laughs> Lily was like, yay! Oh my god. <laughs> Darth Vader is Lily's favorite character. Really? Yeah, in wow. Star Wars. That's her favorite character of all time. So, that was a big treat for her. I see. This movie was definitely... Seeing it, I saw it in IMAX when it came out, mm-hmm. and that was, like, something to behold. Yeah. Just to, like, see all of that, like... Oh, my God, when they blow up that planet, when they're first testing it... That's one of the things I love about this movie, is that you get to see them, like, use the Death Star more. Yeah. And you're getting to see, like, all of, like, the internal, almost office politics... Yeah. Of what it is inside the, the Imperial Army. That was always very interesting. Yes. And I freaking love, like, every second of it. Mm-hmm. I love every second of watching Krennic and Grand Moff Tarkin and Darth Vader, like, go back and forth and, like, have their little disputes and stuff like that. Yeah. That was cool. And if you notice, I'm never, ever, ever mentioning the main characters of this freaking movie <laughs> because they all suck. <laughs> I like Jyn Erso. I wish there was more to her character. I like the other guy, Diego Luna's character. Cassian. Cassian. Yeah. Andor. I wish there was more to his character. Mm-hmm. The freaking two Asian guys. I wish there was more of their freaking character. They were... I think I liked them better than I liked Jin and Cassian. They were definitely very cool. In the first watch, you were like, Whoa. They were very... In, they were way more interesting. I went with the Force of Forces with me. Yes. That was freaking cool. And they put the bag on his head. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that line. Yeah, I love... See, this movie's got some great humor in it a little bit. But the yeah. thing is... That's my issue with this movie, though. Not the humor. But 
they say things too that are indicators of their childhood and it's like yeah. why don't you just show that you know how much better than I know. like when Cassian yeah. says I've been in this fight since I was six years old I wanna know why and you're like that's or like in the beginning when you meet him and he kills that guy yeah and you're like that's dark right and you're like what drove him to do that what 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 causes a person to go down that freaking path I, I wanna know the series of events that happened in his life yeah we never get that I also would like to know about the... I don't remember the blind guy's name. Him and his friend. Yeah. I want to know more about their story. I feel like we should have gotten like a 30-minute prologue. The movie could have been longer. It could have been way longer, I think. Yeah. Because that movie moves fast. Yeah. They constantly... They could have added easily an extra half hour. You know what they could have done? They could have taken out that weird tentacle thing the tentacle, scene. The tentacle monster? Because that didn't do anything. That was so stupid. They could, have so take, weird. they could have taken out that whole scene and just replaced it with backstory. The pilot guy? What do we know about him? He's a pilot. <laughs> He's a pilot who changed sides and he wants to redeem something, but we don't know why he changed sides and we don't know what he did Ugh. that makes him want to change over from the, um, not the change over to the rebellion. Yeah, he's uh, I don't even like that actor. No? No. Oh, I thought he was I, good. I don't like him. I've, Riz Ahmed, the thing is, I saw Riz Ahmed, I think the first thing I saw him in was he did a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal called Nightcrawler, which is awesome. Mm. And it's about uh, guys who, they go to find like horrific crashes or things to film to sell the footage to the news. Mm. And essentially they were up all night doing that waiting for like murders and stuff to happen so they could be the first one to the scene before the police to get the footage mm. and stuff like that and that he's really good in that movie but i feel like i don't know every time i see him in something i'm just like eh. Mm. him and rami malik they're like i almost i want them when i see them as characters i want them to be like characters that are like like tough mm-hmm. like imposing and I guess that's not the point of Rizomed's character so I guess not liking him in this movie has a lot more to do with just his lack of backstory than it does yeah. that but I also just don't like seeing him on the screen I see I just don't know what it is about him I just don't like watching him mm-hmm. I don't know why I don't know why I see but I like everybody else and then there's K2SO I love played by him. Alan Tudyk who is like the MVP of this movie I love him I think he might be my favorite character of this movie. Oh, I thought you were besides... going to say in Star Wars. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 of this movie. Besides the besides the um, the two, should I call them monks? They're not monks, but no, like, what is No, they're just people. I know, but they, they had like a, they belonged to something that was... I don't remember. Those two, okay, besides those two. Besides the Asian guys. Um, he's my favorite. He's your favorite? Yes, he was. He had some of the best lines in the whole movie. Yeah, he did. I freaking liked... Oh, it's so sad when he dies at the end. I hate that so much. I he's like, too. goodbye, and his voice is all warped, and then he uh, smashes down on the keyboard. And, uh, the keyboard. Not the keyboard. <laughs> the control panel? Yeah. The keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Why are, the, why are the bots' deaths sadder than the people's? Bro, that's how you know Star Wars isn't doing like... very good at, at creating characters. <laughs> like, I was so upset about that. Yeah, that was that was not fun to watch. I remember seeing that in the movies and being like, oh. Yeah. And also, you know what I was hoping for this movie? Mm-hmm. Here was my theory before this movie came out. Yeah. I was hoping 
that they would become the Knights of Ren. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Obviously, we didn't get that. No. I think that would have been a way better fate for those characters than them just all dying. Do you think it was... Because sometimes it's necessary to the plot line to kill off a bunch of characters. Do you think it was necessary for them all to die in no, the story? No, I think they like, could have been used yeah. in the Star Wars for the, especially Jyn Erso and Cassian Andor. I think that would have been awesome. They had a lot of potential. Yeah. I guess the thing is, in doing that, it would undo what is the central point of The Last Jedi, which is that Luke Skywalker tries to kill... Well, he, he rethinks killing Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. Ben Solo, and then Ben Solo, in defeating Luke Skywalker, takes his pupils away from him, and then they become the Knights of Ren. Yeah. So, it would undo something that I think was actually really smart in another movie. Mm. So, I guess I'm glad they didn't do it, but I wish but they could have been put somewhere else or something like that. Or at least, if you're going to kill them, make them characters that I care about. Right. So when they die, I can go, oh my gosh, this is so sad, mm-hmm. but I can't do that, which right. is terrible. What do you think about Saul Guerrero and his freaking asthma? <laughs> he was an interesting character. <laughs> um, Apparently he comes back in... He's from the Clone Wars movie, oh, so, series, yeah. which is what I found out later. Holy crap, I don't even remember his character. <laughs> At times he felt a little dramatic. Yeah. Like when he was like, um, again, I don't like the tentacle monster. I don't see the, the point of it. The tentacle monster was it so didn't, stupid. It was pointless because he was like, they tend to lose their minds. And I'm like, but he was fine. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So why was that necessary? You could have just locked him up and held what him there. What have you become? <laughs> yeah. And then when he was like, Are He you... sounds like Red from us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He does. <laughs> no, but when when Jin comes to his place and he's like, "Are you here to kill me?" I'm like, "Just say the sentence." <laughs> it's it's unnecessarily it's freaking, dramatic. You know what I didn't like about his costume? The what? freaking thing he uses. Is yeah. it freaking the same type of thing that we have? Yeah. And I was literally. It took me out of the movie. It was a little lazy. I was like, you couldn't design a new freaking. <sighs> thing that yeah. made me upset i was yeah. literally like i can't even believe the stars right now also another big thing that was wasted in that movie the mm. death troopers the, yeah i bro when the trailer yeah. came out they were like the first thing you saw in the trailer mm-hmm. when the teaser trailer came out and i remember being like they're doing death troopers yeah. in star wars this has never happened before on screen mm-hmm. and i was hyped out of my mind because i was like we're gonna get like cool they never get used properly. There's yeah. no, like, cool battle sequences where they're jacking crap up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They die along with the rest of the other stormtroopers. Yeah. It was a waste. It was, it was a waste. That was, that was a, deli- that was a for real waste of, of, of those. That's a very, that, they could have made for some really awesome sequences. Yeah. But it didn't. No. 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 Sadly not. I know. And then when they're called Rogue One, that was, like, so, so lazy. We're uh uh Rogue One. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the problem I have sometimes with these like when they make the stories to explain what happened before. Like I wasn't totally sure how I felt about how Han Solo got his name either. Like they both just feel like cop outs. Yeah. You know, it's like it. It was just I don't know. It it kind of takes away the meaning almost. 
Yeah. Because it was just this random guy decided to give him the name. Yeah, they godfathered him. That's it, that's it, the same thing that um, <laughs> that's how uh Michael um not Michael Cor- Vito Corleone in The Godfather. That's mm-hmm. like how he got his name is he was in Ellis Island. He immigrated to the United States from Italy yeah. after there was a essentially another one of the families in Italy was going to kill his whole family. Yeah. So he got sent to America for safety, and um, even he's at the freaking the immigration they they tell him his whole name and he just shortens his name to Vito yeah. Corleone <laughs> yeah but yeah it just felt a little lame yeah it would have been better if Hans had come up with that by himself like if he had been the one to say oh I'm when he said I'm alone if he had come up with it then it would have meant more yeah because it was like he's branding himself an individual solo exactly <laughs> that would have been so much better if he had done it but instead the could the, the the dude yeah, was dude. just like oh you can be this and then the guy he's like rogue one i'm like dude i know stars come on get, get a little more creative yeah. please and at the same yeah i don't know it's i don't i don't like lazy writing i don't it like bo- it bothers i don't me. like lazy writing either like, make it, everything it, have a purpose please it's hard to enjoy the movie if it's if I can, if it feels like they're being lazy and they're just like, eh, whatever, then it's yeah. like, come on. And now, so at, for this movie, what is your rating? Probably like a seven. This is a seven for me too. Yeah, I think a seven. I almost went down to six. Now that we're talking about it, I really thought about going down to <laughs> six. <laughs> I don't know. I because feel like this movie is so is enjoyable. It's really enjoyable, it though, watching all the battles, and it's really and it's shot really well. It just has... Its central flaw is its lack of character. Yeah. I also feel like if it was a standalone movie, like if it wasn't part of the Star Wars universe, then it would have been more... It would have been easier to enjoy it. Because you wouldn't have so many extra things to care about that it ties into. Yeah, I feel like maybe this should have just been, like, just some one-off yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I don't really think they needed to tell the story of these people well, the thing really is, anyway they get like those three they get like that line of text in the freaking opening crawl of a new hope and it's like yeah. do you really need that I could like, have been its own thing i like that they told the story of the people i just wish they had done it better yeah i guess what i think is cool okay well what i one thing i appreciate about it is how it leads directly into the back of a new hope Mm-hmm. It literally is like when you end Rogue One and you start A New Hope is literally the amount of time that passed between those movies is yeah. the amount of seconds it took you to switch the discs. Exactly. Which I really enjoyed um, seeing that. And I love the whole um, Red Leader and all that stuff because mm-hmm. that was like, oh my God. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's just like Sorry. freaking in the end of freaking A New Hope. And <laughs> oh. That was so yeah. cool. I like that whole ending battle scene. It was just amazing. Yeah. Question. Answer. What did you think about CGI Leia and Grand Moff Tarkin? I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine, too. I didn't have an issue with it until I, I heard the people talking about it. And even now, I still don't have an issue with it. No, I'm I like, don't either. She looks fine. Yeah. She looks like Leia. It's, yeah. And I, I'm, I don't get it. Would you have preferred they got a different actress? No. To be younger Leia? Like, yeah. no, that would and have she, sucked. You know, she died, like, right before this movie came out, too? That was wild. That's so sad. That was, like, really wild. Like, she died, and then her mom died, like, a day later. I know. That was crazy. It was horrible. That was nuts. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Next movie on the list. The 
Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yes. My favorite of the Disney Star Wars movies so far. I love this movie. I do too. It's great. When I saw this in theaters, okay, when I saw the trailer in front of Avengers... <laughs> uh, Ultron? Event Age of Ultron, I literally cried. Yeah. I cried when I watched it on YouTube when it came out, and wow. I cried when I watched it in the theater. Aw, Eduardo. <laughs> there was 10 years of my life where there were no Star Wars movies. And then they came back. And then Star Wars came back, and I freaking had a cow. Everyone was freaking out. Bro. And they did not disappoint. No, they didn't. I... Just about everything about this movie I think is amazing. Um, I like the whole Poe and uh, Finn, how they get together. Mm-hmm. That was very Star Wars feeling. It was. And very, like, logical, I believe. I like I like their dynamic, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's crazy is Poe was supposed to die. No. He, was not, he wasn't supposed to be in the rest of the movie. What? Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't do that. <laughs> he was not, that would have sucked. He was not supposed to be a bigger part of that movie. That was supposed to be the last time we see him was when they crash. But he's so good. I know, and I freaking like that they did that. I love Oscar oh. Isaac as a character, and I was really happy to see that. I love Max von Sydow freaking giving, talking to Poe. Yeah. And then I like when the First Order shows up for the first time, mm-hmm. and they just wiping, they're just slaughtering people in that village. I know. And then when Kylo Ren shows up, I like when... Um, Poe Dameron tries to shoot him, and he catches the freaking uh, blaster, freaking, I don't even know what you would call that, just a blast midair, yeah, and you're literally, and I, uh, I like that when they bring him by him, and he's like, looking at it, and he's like, what the heck, and that was what was really cool, I think, about this movie, is that when they're talking about the characters, and they're showing them, they like, show you kind of the main things you need to know about them in their opening scenes Mm -hmm. and one of the things we learned was Kylo Ren is crazy strong in the force like that's and we've never seen that before Mm -hmm. that's one of those things like like Leia floating in The Last Jedi where there's things that technically Jedi should be able to do or force users should be able to do that we never see on screen and catching that blaster freaking shot was freaking one of them Mm -hmm. and it was amazing it was he just and he freaking that cool shot of him just oh man I oh <laughs> I love this movie yeah and one of the things I like about it the most is this is probably J.J. Abrams at his most deliberate and reserved I think as a director but also his most entertaining now I've been and I've been to J.J. Abrams fans for a very long time I like Super 8 I like the both the Star Trek movies Star Trek and Into Darkness um He's a director that I really enjoy. So, when I heard he was doing Star Wars, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever he's going to give me. Mm-hmm. And I got a, a movie that was way better than any movie he's ever done. I really enjoyed that. Um, favorite characters in this movie? I mean, Rey, obviously. Rey. I love Rey so much. She's, R- she's one of my favorite Star Wars characters in general. I think she might be my favorite Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. If I really think about it. She's amazing. I like... She's so cute. Daisy... She is cute. She's so cute. Daisy Ridley is definitely uh, a treasure, I think, Dude, in the Star Wars is. universe. I really like her performance in this movie a lot. Um, 
that scene where Kylo Ren is trying to like get the stuff out of her. Mm-hmm. I love that. But even she's just like charming in this movie. Yeah, I she like is. when she meets Finn and they're running away and he keeps grabbing her hand mm-hmm. and she's like, Stop holding my hand. <laughs> well it makes sense. You can't run while holding hands. No, yeah. Freaking And she's like, The garbage will do. The garbage and shit blows the garbage up. will do, bro. <laughs> And then that guy, freaking Benji, is in this movie as the big fat guy who gives the portions. That was hilarious. Yeah. I like how Simon Pegg was just like, he just asked to be in the movie. He's like, He's like please, please, I'll do any, Wars. I'll do anything. <laughs> he I mean, I can't, that. can't blame him. Oh, that's mine. When they leave with the ship. Oh yes. my gosh, freaking! This movie is so good. Um, I love her and BB-8's dynamic too. BB-8 like when she finds him, awesome. and he's like, "I'll give you this much for the droid," and you can tell she's like, "Dang, that's a lot." Yeah. I might never find a deal like that again, but she's like, "No." But she still chooses. Yeah. I freaking oh my gosh! And then freaking, I like that scene where the where she asks him for whatever that tool was. And he's like, "That one, no, no, no." Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. No. No, <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. She's so funny. Just, oh, she's amazing. Right there, right there. Yep, she has like no patience. Bro, and freaking um, BB-8 was freaking. Yeah. <laughs> was freaking thumbs up. That was hilarious. He's so cute. I loved all of that. Oh. Um, the three of them are such a good group. Yes, yes, right. Um, Finn, Ray, Finn, Ray, Ray, Finn, and BB-8. BB-8. Yes. Yeah. When, I like that. When Finn is like talking to BB-8, he's like, "All right, I'm not part of the resistance," but I, he's like explaining his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking. She's so cute. BB-8 is hilarious. I love. He's just. BB-8 was something I guess to be worried about because it was like, is he going to be able to live up to R2D2? I don't think he was. Was he meant to live up to R2D2? I mean, he just had to be this generation's R2D2, and I think it worked out perfectly. I think he did too. I think he does live up to R2-D2. Yeah. I think R2-D2 and BB-8 serve two distinct different roles, I think. Yeah. Because R2-D2 is supposed to be, like, sassier than BB-8 is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) R2-D2 is sassy. BB-8 is meant more to be, like, cute. He's like a companion. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I freaking love BB-8. I do, too. In this movie. He's... He's just awesome. I was glad that he has. I'm glad he, nothing. BB-8 hasn't suffered some sort of terrible fate. If he dies in Rise, in Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker, I'm gonna flip. I will riot. You're gonna this riot. This will be so upsetting. You're gonna, You're gonna go Joker. You're gonna go Joker on him. I haven't seen that movie. I don't know what it means. It's okay. But um, um, no, yeah. it'll be very sad. Yeah, it will be. I like. So, here's the thing: the big discussion about this movie, the controversy about this movie. I was going to ask you about that. Is whether or not it's very similar. Whether or not its similarities to A New Hope are bad or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I do think it's similar to A New Hope. Yeah. In a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. There's a big ball that they have to destroy. Yeah. There's freaking some chick who lives out in the middle of the desert. Who, who learns has no connection to anything and then ends up on this wild journey. Yeah. And... I understand people's point in saying it's similar to A New Hope. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. It doesn't harm it. No, but it doesn't harm it. And I think a perfect example of that, I brought this up to you, is Creed. Mm-hmm. Creed is one for one of Rocky. It's the exact same plot. It's almost, yeah, it's virtually Not the exactly the exact same, same plot, but, but with like certain character things changed and stuff like that. Yeah. 
But that movie is brilliant. It is. And anybody can agree that Creed is, Creed is freaking amazing. Yeah, because they had enough subtle changes so that you don't feel like you're watching Rocky 2.0. Yeah. Or even if you do, it's still, still a good story. Worth watching. That's one of the yeah. things I always say. Is like, whenever I criticize, whenever I'm reviewing like a sequel or a reboot, right? I never go, okay, is it exactly the same? as that movie because if so it's bad I don't think like that I think how good is the movie at doing what it wants to do yeah and sometimes it can be better than the original yeah and I think Force Awakens is a strong movie it like is. a really strong movie I like theory I like theorizing about it I would like I would have liked for Rey to be related to Obi-Wan not gonna happen especially after the that title of episode 9 so cool that's what I thought was going to happen when she touched that lightsaber. That would have been awesome. She hears Obi-Wan's voice. I wish they had done that. Yeah. Oh, well. It is what it is. This movie's also shot beautifully. It is. I it's love, gorgeous. And it has some of these, like, intensely dramatic sequences that are, like, not terrible or cheesy at all. Like, when they first use the Starkiller base... And they're just wiping out those planets. Yeah. And you're just like, what is happening right now? They're on Maz's freaking planet, and they're at her thing. Also, she was fun. She was. Yeah. I, she was funny. Yeah. I liked her. I like. I hope she shows up. Big friggin' eyes. Yeah. I hope she shows up. Hey, what? 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 What's wrong with her? <laughs> what's she doing? I don't know, but it ain't good. <laughs> that was another thing. I loved Harrison Ford coming back one more time to be Han Solo. And I liked his death because his death served a purpose for the story, which was that Kylo Ren got to complete his Sith training, essentially. It was, it was sad to see him go, (laughs) but they did it in a meaningful way. It wasn't just like, oh, he got shot. No. He's down. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I freaking, I loved all that. I like this. I don't think there's not one scene in this movie I dislike. Mm-hmm. I like the whole... The Rathdar sequences. Mm-hmm. I like the whole battle that they have on Maz's planet. I like the opening of that movie a lot with them trying to escape the freaking Star Destroyer. And Finn helping Poe out. I love that scene so much. I like the ending when they go to Starkiller Base. And they yeah. freaking have to rescue Rey and do all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's not one thing I dislike about this movie. I like all the characters. I like Kylo Ren. I like Rey. I like Finn. I like Poe. I like BB-8. What's your favorite scene in this movie? That's a tough question. Because the they're whole, all so good. The whole thing is just really nice, and everything flows together really well. Yeah. Which helps. Um... The scene where she's first trying to use the force is pretty cool. When she, like, gets the guard to unlock her and open the door. Oh, you know who that guard is? Who? Daniel Craig. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That's kind of funny. And I'll drop my weapon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when she's first figuring it out. Figuring it out. That's pretty cool. Yes. And when she touches the lightsaber and all the yeah. flashes and that was nuts. stuff, that was so cool. Yeah, this movie is just a perfect blend of everything that's good about Star Wars. It's it got is. great humor, it's got amazing action, 
It's got really lovable characters. Yeah. And has a plot that you can follow and you care about. How? It has so many things that the prequels don't. No. How do people hate these movies? <laughs> but love the prequels? I don't get it. But love the prequels? Yes. You know, I've been asking people at school that I know are Star Wars fans, and I've been asking them, so like, how do you feel about the prequels? And how do you feel about the new ones? Blah, blah, blah. And I talked to one kid, and he likes them all. Which is like, okay. That's okay, that's like me. Yeah. I like them all too. And then there was another kid that I talked to, and I told him that, like, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it to be mean, I just wanted to know. And he's one of those people that, like, don't like the new ones. And he loves the prequels. He thinks they're great. He doesn't like what's going on. He doesn't like... He's, he, he thinks Rey is boring. That's oh what he said. Gosh. He didn't like what they did with Luke in The Last Jedi. He just is not a fan at all. Um, and then I was telling him that I like him. And he, he was just really sassy. His responses were just really sassy. He did not, he did not approve. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, rating for this movie. I would give it a 9. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. I freaking love this movie. It's up there for me with A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Those are my three favorite Star Wars movies. And now the big one, The Last Jedi. I know. I feel like this talk should just be about the controversy surrounding it. Right? Because that is the thing that is the most prevalent topic of discussion around this movie. about whether or not it ruins Star Wars and it ruined characters. So I guess we can go one by one. Yeah. One of the things that people hated was the women being at the forefront of this movie. I think we can both agree that that's just sexist. Why is that and an I, issue? I don't understand why that's an issue at all. I didn't. It, I liked General Holdo and her whole thing with Poe yeah. and her them clashing. And I think that, you know, it makes sense that his whole kind of way of doing things wouldn't work all the time. So I liked seeing an opposition to him, to that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, every character in the Star Wars movies like nobody gets everything right all the time right so I love that having that discussion of like oh he's not gonna be right all the time you like him we all like him but he can't be right all the time yeah and this is a an example of that right although I will say that maybe they should have used Leia in Holdo's place and Leia should have gone out like a champion and freaking destroyed all those the fleet I think that would have been a much more emotional use of that scene. I think I feel like they didn't do enough with her in this movie. She was unconscious for most of it. I don't think so either. And I think part of the reason is that she died, right? I yeah. think that their plan was to use her all the way up through Rise of Skywalker in a big way. Yeah. And her death kind of ruined a lot of the plans that they may have had. Right. I mean... I know there were complications. Yeah. But I wish we could have seen more of her. Yeah. How there. did you feel about her floating? <laughs> I never really... I guess I never really thought that much about it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I never... That was a kind of. It wasn't a bad thing or a good thing to me. It was just another part of the movie. I liked it a lot because it was like... Because we know Leia's a Force user. Yeah. So it was like, oh my goodness, finally, we get to see her do something. Yeah, there was no problem with it. Yeah, her. we never see that. People didn't like that? People were like, it looks weird. People need to calm down, okay? Like, it's a movie. Like, it's... Whatever. That's another whatever. thing, is that this movie showed how the toxic amount that people put in of their lives they put into these movies. Yeah. And I think, like, Star Wars is just like any other thing. 
right? Mm. There's gonna be good movies, there's gonna be bad movies, there's gonna be movies you like, movies you don't like. Yeah. But when your whole life depends on Star Wars and you're not directly involved in making Star Wars, I think there might be a problem. There's something else going on that you need to take care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, because the amount that people were getting upset over this movie, I think was ridiculous. Other than the fact that we have very different opinions than they do on the movie. Because yeah. I think, I mean, we can just get it out there. We both like The Last Jedi a lot. Oh, yeah. I love The Last Jedi as a film. That one, I think, is my favorite of, of the, the Disney newest? Star Wars wow. movies. That one's my favorite one. It's, it's really strong. Yeah. I like a lot of what goes on in this movie. I can see people's gripes with it. I know yeah. that some people didn't like the whole casino planet thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you like or dislike it. It was... I mean, watching it... Watching it in the theaters, I, it wasn't like I had a problem with it. Um, if it was missing from the movie, I wouldn't be that disappointed. So you're kind of indifferent about I'm that neutral. I'm neutral about that okay. scene. Yeah. Uh, it did give a little more insight to Rose's character, though, which... Yeah. While I think, even though I'm not a Rose fan, um, <laughs> it's still important to give characters the backstory. So for yeah. that reason, I think it's important. But for the most part, it's just kind of whatever. Yeah. And so on the topic of Rose, because yeah. that was another big one, I like Rose as a character. However, I will say if they switched her out for her sister... That would have been so much better. I would have, I think, enjoyed her parts a lot more... Because I think her sister is the type of character I just enjoy seeing on screen more. Yeah. Which is like a strong person willing to do whatever. Yeah. And not having to go through the like intro to being a strong person. Which yeah. is where Rose is at in this movie. Oh, right. But in having Rose in this movie, I enjoy Rose's character a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I think she's very representative of what Star Wars has always been representative of. And that is the little guy being elevated to a position of power right. that they've never been in right. and overcoming some sort of oppression. Yeah. So, Sorry. and I think that I enjoy her character. I like Kelly Marie Tran as an actress and I like watching her in that movie. Mm -hmm. So, and then Luke. The, Wait, let me clarify. Okay. okay. Rose, I don't think she's a bad character. I think that like her, her port, her part in the movie is important. Mm -hmm. I think they ruined her a little bit when they did the whole kiss scene with Finn. I see. And I know we talked about this, and I know we were saying that like it's not meant to be a... Um, it's not like they were trying to have that develop into a romance. It was just supposed to be like... I mean, it happens. You're in an extreme situation with someone. Your yeah. adrenaline's going... And she just I think it's chance. called it's called like misattribution of arousal, okay. where it's like if your adrenaline is pumping, then your nervous system doesn't know whether you're feeling fear or attraction. So like if you're going on a first date with someone and you take them on a roller coaster, chances are they're gonna like you faster than they would have if you took them to like I don't know like a, a dinner date or a, something yeah exactly like that? okay. So it's like a nervous system thing, which is what I was thinking when I was watching the movie. Because they did not build up their relationship enough for them to be a thing. No, and I think it's clear in that scene. Because yeah. even Finn is like, He's like taken aback by what happened. Right. So, I think that was the only part I had was that it moved too fast. Um, but I guess when you explain it that way, it makes more sense. Yeah. And that's how I look at it anyways. Yeah. I don't know if that's wrong. 
but that's like my own personal. It's definitely a more interesting take, I think, <laughs> that's than funny. a lot of people have had on that scene. Yeah, because I can't, I, I, I can't see them together. Yeah, I, I can't either. I don't sense. think that relationship would work out. I do think it's going, I think the Finn and Ray relationship, or just Finn by himself even, yeah. or even Finn and Poe, I would be completely Ooh, fine with. I would with. totally do that. I would totally ship that. <laughs> I would be completely fine with either of those Yo, things. Yo, BB-8 can be their kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, well... I created see, a monster. <laughs> I ship things really easily. Um, no, if you had Rose switch out for her sister, then it would have been cool because it would have been like, instead of the romance weird thing at the end... Yeah. Her sister, you could tell, was already someone that was, like, willing to do whatever for the rebellion, and she was strong, and she was going to go get stuff done. It, it would have been cool to see her fighting alongside with them, because I feel like her and Finn would have made a... Not, not Finn. That would have... Um, yeah, Finn. She would have made a good team. That they would have made cool. a good team. I almost would have... If they had them together, and he fell in love with her... Mm-hmm. I think I still can't get with that because I do think that they did a very good job of, of investing you in the Finn Ray. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't even mean as them yeah. like as a romantic couple, but just them fighting and trying to get the mission done. Yeah, I feel like she would have been a very strong part of that team. Yeah, I do too. I feel like she would have helped them get out of some situations that probably could have been avoided, but I don't know. And then I guess the other thing is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And. <laughs> I don't see what the issue with that was either. I don't either. And I think this is one of those things where I think people, they like their hero. Their heroes are like sacred cows. And they can't touch them. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, but they're all still people. Every person in this movie is still human. And Luke Skywalker is no stranger to almost making the bad decision. No, like we've seen this before. In like every single movie. <laughs> so I don't know why people were so shocked and horrified. They were like, Luke wouldn't do that. I'm yeah. like, were you paying attention? And it's like they hung on to the idea that like he is the one, right? Yeah. And I think what's interesting though, because in the because they in the original trilogy, Obi Wan and Yoda are together, right? And then they're like. He is the one, and then Yoda says, no, there is another. Obviously, that was meant to be Leia. Yeah. But now that's Rey. Mm-hmm. And it could be Ben Solo. <laughs> because Ooh. of the sequel trilogy. True. So now, seeing that, knowing that that was where they're going, I still, I don't know. Luke doing that, the first, first thing, he didn't almost, he almost killed Kylo Ren, but he didn't go after it. He realized he was wrong. Right. But he acted too aggressively. And I think a lot of that, if you see anything that Luke went through, he freaking fought a war. Like, you wouldn't think that, like, he would do anything he could to prevent that from happening again. Exactly. And then, and then, but in turn doing that, he was, like, almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Which I think is interesting because it kind of made, like, there was, like, a predestiny going on. Mm -hmm. Like, that was going to happen because Luke made that decision. It wasn't the absence of him making that decision. It was him making that decision that started that, yeah. which I think is really, which I think was really good. Yeah. I like his whole bitterness. I compare Luke a lot in this movie to Pai Mei, who's a character in Kill Bill, mm-hmm. who trains the bride Beatrix Kiddo, mm-hmm. as just like a grumpy old man. Yeah. But I like that. I mean, you have to. I feel like in looking at the experiences Luke had, this is a logical conclusion as to where he ends up. I think so too. It fits him. Yeah. So I don't know. 
Everybody who's upset about Luke. I, I, we don't understand. We don't understand. <coughs> we, we don't hate you, but we don't understand. Yeah. It's like, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you're not going to convince me that it was wrong. No. Which is what they try and do, which is what bothers me, is when you're talking they to these people. They can't just let you have your opinion? Yeah. And it's like, they'll come at you because, like, I'm, ta- I'm talking to someone who doesn't agree with me and I'm not trying to convince them that I'm right I'm just sharing my opinion and they're like no you're not going to convince me that um that this is right I'm like, I'm not but then they're trying to do the same thing yeah, to me exactly. and I'm like okay just go away so this movie rating yeah. it was a 10 out of 10 this isn't well, even with the problems you have yes <laughs> I can look past those this is, a ni- <laughs> this is a 9 out of 10 for me I don't think it's as strong as The Force Awakens in my rewatch of them. Yeah. But I love this movie and I think it's brilliant. I think it's it's my second favorite work of Ryan Johnson's. Although there's still two Ryan Johnson movies I need to see mm-hmm. to like really round that out. But I, I like this movie a lot. Yeah. So, so, that was... so what do you think is gonna happen in Rise of Skywalker? <sighs> I think they're going to bring back a character from the old canon mm. that I don't know who but I think I think that's gonna that's my main prediction mm-hmm. is that they're gonna bring back a character from the old canon maybe like an old Sith Lord yeah and do something with that mm-hmm. I really don't know I was thinking about that like what are my predictions gonna be I have no clue in retrospect I have no clue what's going to happen yeah the Emperor is involved though so that'll be interesting what do you think? I'm afraid that Kylo Ren isn't going to make it through this movie. You don't think so? I am afraid that his story is going to end with him being redeemed. That his redeem is going to be a sacrifice. Ooh. And that he's not going to make it. And you're a Raylo person. I am. Which is making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm a Raylo person, but I also do like Finn and Rey. So, like, if one of those happens... And now I'm Ray and Poe, thanks to you, so like... You mean Pin, Finn and Poe? Finn and, yes, Finn Ray, and Poe. Ray and Poe, even though Poe is gay. No, <laughs> that's not what I meant. I I still had Ray in my brain. Um, I'm, I'm just afraid he's going to die, which isn't also sad just because of Raylo, but I just really like Kylo Ren's character, Yeah. and I'm invested in him, and if he dies, I'll be very sad. Well, there you have it. Yeah. So I guess next week... We'll let you guys know if if any of our predictions were right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Couple Critique. Yeah. Love doing this to you. It's very fun doing this to (laughs) you guys. (laughs) We're putting you all through it. I'm so sorry. We love doing these podcasts. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yes. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.